What's the deal? What's the deal? We back with another one. Politicking per usual. Artist interviews, man. Hit the link in the bio. Schedule your interview, man. Get that media exposure. So this time around, we had to bring the homegirl, Jen, tapped in, man. What's the deal? What's up? Hello, 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 world. You already know who it is. It's the one and the only Jen tapped in. Yeah. Yes, sir. And we... We had to interview the homie because you know he he's my co-host but he's also an artist himself so we had to tap in with dbk so he could tell us what's the deal and what's going on get on rockstar you already know what's going on that boy khalifa what's up with it gene tapped in what's up bro bro you oh. already know <laughs> what's the deal what's the deal so what's yeah. the deal, D DBK? What you been on, man? What, what's going on with you as an artist? Because I know everybody sees you outside, see you on red carpets, know about the winning team media. You know what I'm saying? You do a lot of shit, but niggas forget that you're an artist. So this interview today is about DBK, the artist. So DBK, let's get down to like your history as an artist, man. So the first question I got you know, is letting everybody know where you're from as far as, like, your background, where you grew up at, and all that. Well, y'all already know that boy Khalifa, man. I'm from born Los Angeles, California, South Central Los Angeles, California. I was mostly raised in the Inland Empire. I went to high school out there. But I got into music more like, like uh, uh end of my high school, the beginning of my, like, grown-up So, like, we're talking about super, like, into it. I've always been rapping and stuff, but doing music, listening to different genres, doing different things and stuff. But, yeah, you already know. Born in Los Angeles, raised in the Empire. So, I've been on the journey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Jen tapped in. You are artist too, man. So everybody's artist on here, but me. So, what what makes an artist, and like, what makes you want to be an artist and like create music? Um, you know, I feel like when it comes to being an artist, it's more of a calling. There are a lot of artists. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to change my lighting. There are many um, artists who are doing it just because they see everybody else doing it uh, but it is it's really really clear to tell the difference between like a real artist and someone who is just kind of following the fast because um they keep going no matter what uh it's about uh the passion that they have for whatever the craft and or art is and them constantly working hard at it to perfect it no matter what part of it so you know, even though I am an artist and people had known me for music as yummy as that, you know, at the same time, entertainment, media, all these things, you know, these are the things that I've been trained for. So even though now I'm pursuing more so of a media side, it's still an art to me, you know. And so um, DBK, what are some of the artists that you would say gave you like your initial influences when you decided, yeah, I'm going to try and pursue that. I'm going to go for it. 
Well, it was independent artists that I used to be around specifically and stuff. I'm not going to name them, but big artists that influenced me as I was coming up was like Ludacris. Like, I used to love Ludacris coming up. And one of my biggest influences to this day, still to this day and back in the day, is Lil Wayne. So that's where I come from. So you mentioned that you like in the alternative rock and you know what I'm saying you you grew up not only hip hop but listening to that other shit that typically black people don't tap into. So do you do you were you looked out as weird or like different because uh, you like that type of shit? Uh, were you a skater? <laughs> yeah, I used to skateboard back in the day. Like you know, I, I told y'all I was raised in the Inland Empire when I was about eleven or twelve. I was uh, in Ontario, California. I used to live in Ontario, California. And I was actually a skater, man. And the whole neighborhood used to skate. And we used to go to the, uh, the skate shop called Monkeys. We all used to be going down there used to get competitions and stuff like that. So I used to, I grew up listening <coughs> to Lincoln Park, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Slipknot, um, P.O.D., like, crazy ass artists you feel me so rock and roll bands and stuff like that so that's what i grew up listening to and then when i got into high school i try to like transferred and start listening to more hip-hop and stuff like that so as far as like as far as like hip-hop you know we got a a, a, a resurgence in the west coast right now but it's it's that west coast sound and everybody knows that West Coast sound, but the, the thing about that West Coast sound is it's so like regional that it doesn't really carry anywhere outside of like the West Coast. So how do you feel as an artist, you know, on about the current state of West Coast hip hop, you know, given that it is some some bangers and some artists coming up right now, but the sound necessarily isn't like an international sound. Yeah, honestly, to me, I mean, you know, people have their preference. So, you know, the hood going to like what the hood like. And then the people that's, you know, going overseas and getting those overseas concerts and stuff. And don't get me wrong. Like, it's just a certain you you have to be versatile in the songwriting, though. You feel me? Like, that's what I think. And that's just my opinion. Like, you got to look at how YG started off. He started off within the ratchet scene. Everybody know that. He started off in the ratchet scene, but then he transferred and he versatile. He versatile. You never know. He versatile his songwriting to to a different audience with um Tiger with the um with the Hispanic crowd. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. have to you have to hit different fan bases and stuff like that. So that's why Tiger and all of them can go overseas and everything like that because they're uh, being versatile with their songwriting. And then, you know, it's marketing too. You can't market that type of music to a lot of people. So that's another thing. I, I, I know New York got that drill music and, and a lot of these drill artists are huge over there in, in New York, but we don't listen to none of that shit over here. And I think that that's the, the same thing. Like a little TJ is big, but we ain't listening to little TJ. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 what's his name? A Boogie with the hoodie is big. 
But we not listening to no A Boogie with the hoodie. So it's like, like, what do you do coming from the West Coast? Do you adapt to the ratchet wave or do you like stay in your own land? Nah, you gotta, <clears throat> you said coming from the East to the West? No, coming from the West Coast, cause that's where we at. That's like, where why, we at. Coming do you from, adapt? Me coming from the West, I don't speak for anybody else when I'm talking y'all. Let's just get that clear right now. I'm speaking from my own opinions and from my own perspective and everything like that because if i had a bad experience or if i had a good experience it was my experience you know what i mean so with that being said me i'm a i'm a i'm gonna adapt to any artist that come come my way it don't matter what country i'm in it don't matter what city i'm going to it don't matter what city we in if it's music and we you know we can um relate as artists on some things i'm going there with you you know what i'm saying so mm. other than that these artists some of these artists don't want to go outside the box a lot of artists they just they they cool with that 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 local that local star to be the local star they cool with that so me, I got to get out there. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. oh, that it, uh, I'm trying to change the cycle in my whole family, not just my immediate family. Mm -hmm. So, well, uh, when he's pertaining to the West Coast sound and the West Coast wave, I would like to know which do you prefer. I feel like there are a few waves that have uh, gone on out here on the West Coast, like you mentioned, the Ratchet movement. I was a part of that. You know, when YG was out there doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? We we were outside with him. Like all the shout out to all the homies, all my peers who came up through the jerk through ratchet movement, period. Cause we all know that was us. But um, like I feel like YG, that's a different genre. But then there's like Roddy Rich, uh Kalan for real, for real, or Kalen for real for I don't even know how to pronounce his name right, which is bad, but the bottom line is, you know, there are people who are on the West but are choosing to be different. Like, for instance, look at um, La Russell. He's on the West Coast. He's not from L.A., but Simba. Like, you know, they're more lyrical. So, And then there's also that old school West Coast who, you know, we know we can relate to you know who we know we can relate like snoop dogg corrupt so on and so forth to that sound what which one of those do you feel like might be um a sweet spot for you like which which west coast sound is your vibe is is your vibe regarding your west coast sound when you tap into that oh. pocket overall i'm a music person so that's why i can write different songs and different type of artists different mm -hmm. stuff like that i could write to anything i can you know write a song and feature with anybody so mm -hmm. it's all about the music to me like i can't really like choose a sound because you can go through my catalog and you'll say i sound like all of them everybody but really 
But really, if you know me, you'd be like, really? That nigga don't sound like nobody. That nigga has to go and say. But a lot of people do compare me to like Wiz or sometimes when I'm rapping Eminem, maybe Lil Wayne, you feel me? Maybe Rich the Kid, something like that. But it's just like, I can't really choose a sound because I'm a versatile I'm a universal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a universal artist because I like it all. I like it all. Let me okay. say that. The answer. Uh-huh. So, so speaking of that, you're saying you're an independent artist. I mean, there, there's there's mainstream and there's independent, and there's people that's doing it big both ways. There's people that sign the deals that ain't getting shit and and, and getting shelved, and there's people independent that's eating bigger plates than the people mainstream. So how do you feel about the independent versus the mainstream? And what's the plan for DBK? Honestly, I feel like independent is the way to go. And um, sometimes you do need a door to be open and it is tempting. It's tempting to sign a deal because the money is there and then you got a team and then everybody's, you know, everybody's gonna know you and it's easy, but to keep it authentic, me, I would like to be independent, stay independent, things that I'm learning. I'm learning, like I said earlier, I'm learning off of good experiences and bad experiences. So I'm learning, and that's all. That's one of the keys to success is to always be learning, listen, learn, and then apply. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I feel like there's no um, there's no uh, help that I can get from a label right now that I don't do myself. So, like my boy Caleb always told me, he told me the definition. He told me the definition of this shit. My boy Dank, uh, the all money in. Like man, you might as well. I'm trying to accumulate enough money from my music with my team so I can just start paying my team all money in. I don't really want to pay nobody else, but the motherfuckers that really fuck with me for me and really see my value before I even saw my value. Because a motherfucker that can see your value before you see your value is a motherfucker that believe in you and they giving you all the opportunities. So y'all already know I appreciate my nigga Dank. On me for all that, all the game and shit. But yeah. it's just like, nigga, me, I'm gonna stay independent and I'm gonna figure this shit out. And that's what the marathon is about. Mm-hmm. Not giving up. So if I gotta stream my motherfucking, get, get my streams up and get my audience up the way I'm doing it, and I'm going crazy. I get, I get 30. 30, 40, 40,000 streams on a single when I drop it in a month. So my plan is to answer your question, Dang, is to build my audience up through my music, marketing. I have my own marketing strategy, which is a, a system of computers that I stream my music. You feel me? 
and I'm going to be adding to the project because I'm getting game from my nigga Chad Focus. Shout out to Chad Focus. Y'all already know what's going on. Getting game from my, my boy Chad Focus as well. Um, on um, actually making it as an independent artist, a real independent artist. Really not getting no co-sign from no labels. You feel me? So that's my, that's where I'm going with it, bro. I'm, um, I'm about to get this money from, from, from the, this music, man, on me. And I'm about to go crazy. I'm about to start something big. I'm about to be the first nigga out of the Inland Empire doing this shit. So what, what niggas don't be understanding is that you only got to be right once. We going to keep doing this shit all day and night, and we don't need nobody to come give us no handouts or, 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 or give a shit. And necessarily, we don't even need y'all motherfuckers to show up or support. Because the moment that we write one time, we out of here. And, it's, and when you got a team, it's different because I... If I'm right, then we all out of here. If you right, then we all out of here. If Jen right, then we all out of here. So all we gotta do is be right one time, and we out of here. It's gonna happen. Don't understand that, like you fail your way to success. So if yeah. I'm gonna fail my way to success, now I'm gonna fail at a at a hundred miles per hour. This is a just us just doing this podcast right here. This is the the hundredth restart that niggas didn't have to do. But was we ever gonna stop? No. That was never an option. Never. So, so, so you were speaking about your 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 latest project, man. So you keep bringing up the ghetto rock star. We see you got the the the, the rock star look, the branding. So that boy Khalifa, the ghetto rock star, man. What's the inspiration behind your latest uh, your next sub project, the ghetto rock star, and and what's that all about? The inspiration about the uh, the ghetto rock star is really about tapping into my emotions more because you know everybody wants to talk hard and stuff like that. Like I just want I want to be real and I I express my feelings a lot. You feel me? So you feel me? Like I I like to I like to do that because I feel like that's a part of being real a real person. Like you feel me? That is a thing out here. Being a real nigga, let me say that. Being a real nigga, I feel like that you should be able to express your feelings without having to have altercations all the time. You dig what I'm saying? So, me, um, it's more of like um, I'm trying to uh, let people know how I feel about this music and where I come from for real with it. You feel me? And where I've been at and where I'm going. So I feel like that's uh, the emotional part of me. And you know, man, I uh, I like to get them vocals out. My voice sounds different, very different. So, and I put a little, I call it the ghetto rock star because I'm still a hip hop artist. I'm still a hip hop artist. I'm still lyrical. I still could write a whole fucking song, but I choose to be a rock star because I don't give a fuck about shit. And that's the emotional part about it because 
in this industry and make you not give a fuck about shit. So that's the rock star part of me right there. Like, I really don't give a fuck about shit because that's just how I gotta be. I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's real though. This industry, man, it would chew you up and spit you out if you let it. Like, fuck that. <laughs> really like, you know how many people I didn't help that turn around and if I ask them for, for two cents, can't even get a response? Mm. You know how many connections I didn't put in place for without even just just off of love, off of strength, and, and that's the biggest thing that I struggle with is not letting that shit change me and who I am and what I came in to do. And this is why I, I, I practice something called chaos theory. And, and and you you look at causality and and the and the why shit is happening. And and when I look at things, I start at the end. And if you don't knock me off my path. Then ultimately, it don't even fucking matter. It don't exist. So, you know what I'm saying? So it don't even like. Niggas got that 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 tunnel vision, that laser focus, and we get into it, man. No excuses. Just straight work. That's all y'all gonna get is straight work, just like y'all been getting, and that's what y'all gonna keep getting. It's just straight work. But, but for let, everybody. But let's get to this this last question I got for you, man. So. The winning team media, man. What is the upcoming plans for the winning team media? You know, because a lot of people don't even understand what media is as an artist and why it is necessary and what it does for your your digital footprint. Yeah. And, you know, that used to mean something before everybody started buying blue chips. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't even want one no more. <laughs> So, uh, I'm founder and CEO of the winning team media, entertainment, publishing, clothing line. It's multiple things. Um, we do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we got a whole bunch of things coming up, like uh, events coming up with fashion designers, um, car clubs, and we busting out them. them the craziest reels for the content as well. You feel me? Like we doing recaps. I'm talking about podcasts. Like it's going crazy. So the the point of the winning team is I know how it feels to be like left out and shit. So this is why I created the winning team because I never had nobody to like do my photography my uh photo ops my videos behind the scene footage whatever i need you feel me whatever i need at events whatever like i never had that so i want to provide that for artists productions podcast productions events entertainment companies whatever you feel me like even if you were a model whatever celebrity photos like i would like to provide that and i want everybody to feel a part of the winning team so that's why we go out and we do what we do we just come go out and get that content because it's just a passion for me as an artist because i like i said i know how i feel not to be supported man and not to get that content and a lot of artists they don't know that content is key so that's where we come in with the media and stuff you feel me so we trying to advance and come up with you know 
uh, blogs and different um, graphic designs, packages and uh, marketing strategies for music artists and all type of stuff for the winning team. So artists tap in, everybody, entrepreneurs tap in for sure. You already know the winning team is going crazy. And I just want to say congratulations on the success that you've had thus far regarding the winning team and politicking. I mean, I just feel like congratulations to everybody who is connected to us, politicking, broadcasting, and affiliates. If you have touched us, if you have been in our path, congratulations. We see you going up. And we will only continue to build from here. That's so crazy. I just, I have to congratulate you because it's like, ultimately, I mean, I don't want to say like it was about being left out, but I just believe that it's important to like build a solid team and or like do your best to be a solid like team member. So that was why I had started Cake Up Productions. You know, my video guy became like a famous battle rapper and he didn't have time for my little, you know, couple hundred dollars for my music video. So I ended up doing film school from there. But I, I feel like I understand deeply your desire to learn grow continue to get better and i see you i see you out here thriving and shining bro like keep it pushing oh god thank you you already know i try uh, yeah. it, that that's real man the growth is if you seen where we was at and where we at now you know we we put our heads down and we ran through 2022 yes we did we was like we, we was move we was moving too fast. We couldn't even keep up with ourselves. No, we could not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. That, I think so. that 2022 is actually where, uh, like, motherfuckers really start noticing. Like, damn, these motherfuckers right here everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was undeniable. Like they couldn't act like they didn't see at least one of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we gotta, but we had to get that value and then take it away so that the, the market could see what it's like outside without us and what it's like with us. You know what I'm it saying? It's just, a whole, a it's just a whole different scenario when, when politics show up. The absence makes a difference, whether people but, want but, to admit it or not, for sure. And I say that humbly and authentically and honestly. Mm -hmm. Well, let's yeah. get to this. 10 with tap 10 segments. So Jim, Let's tap 10, go ahead. Okay, so it, we're gonna do something. It's it's kind of like a rapid fire type deal. So 10 with tap 10, we're gonna do it really, really quick. Okay, are you ready? You can explain why, but here we go. This or that, 10 with tap 10. DBK, number one, Nas or Jay-Z. Nas. Okay. And why? Nas because Nas still be with the people and shit. You know, I fuck with Nas. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Nas, Nas still authentic with it. You dig what I'm saying? Like, so I but my Nas be out here and in, in you know in Ontario and shit. Fucking with his boy. Okay. Okay. That's right. I seen it. Chocolate or vanilla? <laughs> Always vanilla. I can't fuck with chocolate. What about your women? 
Are you talking about? I was talking about flavors, <laughs> but <laughs> that's the same. It's mm-hmm. a little twist swirl up in there. No, for for you said for women. Yeah. I love all women because I got sisters, nieces, and you know, female cousins. They all uh, shades of colors, but my woman is particularly, you know, right in the middle. Little mocha, you know, okay. right, right in the middle. Okay. Dress attire when you when you stepping out, black tie or streetwear. Which do you prefer? I mean, it really depends on where I'm going, though, because I can do it all. You know, I steps out. Mm-hmm. So it depends on where I'm going. Like, I rather, I rather come out because I'm a rock star. I rather come out with streetwear. But if there's a dress code, I would put on a suit and tie. Okay. Yeah. SWV or Escape? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the beef with him recently, but wait, say it again. SWV or escape? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have to go with SWV, man. Okay. I am mad. Oh no. Okay. okay Tupac or Biggie. How you gonna Tupac ask me? Tupac or Biggie? I got Tupac on my wall. How you gonna ask me that? I mean, I just had to make sure. I mean, like, it, it's okay with vocalizing it because me personally, I'm biased. I love Tupac very much. But listen to me. You know why I choose Pac? Because a lot of people don't even know Pac. You feel me? Pac was a real poet, my nigga. Like, Pac went to the theater, art school, and shit like that. You feel me? Like, yeah. that's yeah. why he acted. <clears throat> he was a genuine person. You feel me? I think he was just caught up in the in the wrong crowd. Yeah. And that's me. But, yeah. um, for sure. For sure, Pop. Okay. Martin Luther King or Malcolm X? Damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really fuck with both of them, but I'm going to have to go with motherfucking Martin. I'm going to have to go with Martin, y'all. Okay. Okay. Even though Malcolm was aggressive, Mal- Malcolm was that nigga. But Malcolm I'm gonna pardon. Okay, poetry slam or ratchet turn up? I mean, shit. <laughs> I've I've never. I would have to go with poetry slam because I've uh, never experienced that before. Really? Yes. Yeah, we so, have to go, bro. Yeah. Tap in. I'm ready. For sure. I'm going to find one of those. Pronto. We're going to have to cover fact, that. A fun fact, before I um I um really start um actually writing full songs and courses. Yes. I um actually used to write poems and poetry and stuff yes. like that. So. That's where it all starts right but, there. You are absolutely correct. You go, bro. I love all the similarities. It's like Soul Tribe vibes. Okay. Let me move forward. Big trucks or gas savers? <laughs> uh, I got three gas savers, so I got three cars, man. I got um, Volkswagen and two Hondas. So I already know I go with the gas savers, man. Okay. Like, 
would you consider this is the last this is number 10 okay would you consider your cup half empty or half full and why um i would consider my cup half empty because learning is a everlasting process and i i feel like that it's a lot not only in this industry but in life that i have not learned and i'm willing and i want to learn and you know i'm i'm open ear so i don't never i'm not biased so i don't never if anybody has any type of advice whatever uh i'm open ears to anything so tap in you already know that's right you already know who it is it is squad goals sitting right up here politicking per usual with the homie the plug Dank sinatra featuring the one and the only my bro that boy khalifa all right man so so let's get to this uh big bag man because this is one of my favorite tracks from you right here it's definitely a catchy one and uh we're gonna review your your music video and, and get some insight and in, on what went down so this right here is big bag for show go big bag by the dbk that boy khalifa Oh, light work. There we go. Okay, where was this shot at? Where y'all at? Y'all got entered the mansion through the gates. Where, where you at? Man, we went brother was like don't use recording this. What was the inspiration behind the recording session? What was that studio session? I know you know you are no i'm talking that real Don't 
So who is this right here? Who is this on the feature? That's my girl, little brother. What's his name? He he rapping or he just jumped on this one? Yeah, I think a little if man. He had him on all platforms. I definitely enjoy the way the video is shot. The editing and the coloring was really good. Look like he was fine like a motherfucker shooting this shit. Well, like I'll be having the time of my life. Movie, a movie. If you need it, that's Mando, we gon' sit Yes, sir. That was Big Bags. All right. That boy Khalifa. Yes, sir. Getting to it, man. So so before we get up out of here, man, tell everybody where they could find you, where they could find your latest singles, and when we can expect that Ghetto Rockstar dropping. Man, y'all already know Khalifa. On all platforms, get at your boy you already. You know, on Instagram, that boy Khalifa Four, man, get at me, man. I'm that boy Khalifa everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And I just dropped a single last night, this morning, matter of fact. I just dropped a single this morning at 12, and it's called Fresh. Get at me on all platforms. That shit already at 3,000 streams, man. I just dropped it. You already know, like that shit really going up. You feel me? So tap in and the ghetto rock star, man. I don't even got no, I don't got no official release date for the for the album Ghetto Rock Star, but I'm thinking right before summer starts, y'all. So maybe the end of May, the beginning of June, we're gonna get it really turned up in this bitch. Ghetto rock star coming to y'all, y'all. Yes, sir. Jen tapped in. You want to give some shout outs before we get up out of here? Yes. Um, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who is um, wishing me well. You know what I'm saying? And everyone who is growing and thriving and just I, I love seeing people win. I love seeing people do their stuff. Shout out to my homegirl, Liddy Michelle who is going viral right now, has been the breakout star of the South Central Baddies. But besides that, shouting out my own brands, Cake Up Productions. Y'all make sure y'all follow up at Cake Up Productions. Oh, oh, this way. Okay. At Cake Up Productions. And follow me on Instagram at Jen Tapped In. That's J-E-N-N-T-A-P-P-E-D-I-N. Also, if you are interested in party planning, wedding planning, and or decor, follow my event planning branch, which is CUP Party Planning. CUP Party Planning. And I am Jen Tapped In, spreading the light and love within. 
Y'all make sure y'all stay tapped in and also check out my homeboy Anthony Gray's new album. That's it. <laughs> oh, I stretch, you know what I'm saying? Because I get up at 4.30 in the morning every day without no alarm clock because that's how much I want it and that's how bad I, I, I chase this shit. So fresh off of work, straight to the interview, straight to getting to it, man. We got some more shit to do, you know what I'm saying? So y'all can play with it and play around with y'all lives if y'all want to, but I don't know what y'all going to do with y'all lives, but I'm going to get to it, man. Politics and per usual. We out here. Period.